today on uh, this session we have a very beautiful individual uh, mukund raghu who i happen to know from his uh, student days and he's been a brilliant student all through and uh, and now he's doing some amazing work so yeah um, so mukund raghu is an interdisciplinary artist uh, combining scriptures dance and art to express himself He was formally trained as a biophysicist specializing on how cells move and shape tissues during development. Currently he is learning Vedanta and Vyakaran at the Puri Govardhan Math under the guidance of Puri Shankaracharya. Welcome to the uh, Mukundaraga welcome. Shri Guru Ji namaha Namaskar. Uh, thank you for that very lovely and kind introduction. I hope I am audible. Uh, you are absolutely audible, and okay, we realize okay. that you have an amazing like session planned for us today. So you're <laughs> going to be leading it. But before you lead it, let's just take you. Let's just try and understand uh, from your perspective what triggered you from this whole journey of biophysics and everything into this to to follow your passion. What was that trigger point, and how do you happen to be here? Mm-hmm. well to give a very straight forward and very short answer very uh, to the point answer it would be i heard my gurudev on the youtube on youtube and that was one video was enough for me and um, you know it's just that dominoes effect you the, the dominoes are all stacked and you just have to just push one you know that would lead the entire domino effect and that was it um, i could not stop listening to him after that everything else seemed dull uh, and and nothing interest anyways pg is a very very interesting roller coaster journey i would say and priya they would <laughs> attest to it so that was also taking us and then i really uh, i think it was back in 2018 when i started listening to him and in the beginning i understood absolutely nothing what that you know what he was talking about but i could not stop listening to him and i just kept on and on it it took me almost like one and a half year to get used to that kind of vocabulary you know you're not re- just the way you would start any new discipline but um, uh, it was um, definitely i would say his kripa you know that uh, he had raised upon that i that i just that that bond was not very easy to let go of and that is how it has been so far and i have enjoyed everything so i'm i'm not saying that you know i have understood so far whatever that he has taught definitely i have not even probably 0.1 to that would be too much better to cite but uh, whatever that i have gathered you know and through osmosis mostly i am not uh, somebody who was trained in um uh, vedic sanskritam or vyakaranam but uh, you know it's it's like when you have a good maths teacher Uh, even if you're bad at it you would always try to excel and you know learn what is that point of view that person is coming from you know what is it that how does he see the problem what what is it that entirely go, what is going on in his mind when somebody sees a equation and they exactly know how the curve would span out you know so that kind of an um that is something a lot of people adore in other people you know that is the qualities that we are always seeking for so i think i just found it and then it has been a wonderful journey since then beautiful that was like it was amazing listening to him i think me and priya would both kind of you know agree with that and we know that it's a hard journey it's a journey of a lifetime so we are glad you have started on the path and welcome it's like a 
yeah, welcome to the road. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll definitely like have a long road ahead of us. And I'm pretty sure, you know, it's going to be a fabulous journey for you. So take it away. The session is all yours and I'll hand it over to you. Thank you. So today the session is, uh, well, it's a text that we're all familiar with. It's one of the most popular, most cherished and most, you know, it's somebody that everybody we grow up, everyone grows up with. I remember when I was a kid, that was one of the first book that I was given by my parents. And it was a very brightly yellow colored, uh, tiny little booklet, I would say. It was written, Do Taka Matro in the bag in, in Bengali. It was two rupees only. And um, I, before, and that was, I wasn't even done my initiation back then, you know, but I was... Um, um, my Upanayanam, uh, as we call it, it was pretty early, very when I was seven years old. But even before that, I was given the Hanuman Chalisa. And uh, since then, it's been like an you know uninterrupted uh, journey. I, and that, that I would say that is the case with everybody. And I'm sure whenever whenever we hear the Hanuman Chalisa, when you know, maybe maybe sung by Ms. Subalakshmi or any of the great uh, renditioners. Um, you know, this feeling that it just charges you up, right? And so, and how do I say, it's been God's grace, really, you know, that when I started uh, my, my Kedanta journey, at that time, I was very much uh, intrigued by Valmiki Ramayaram. And uh, at that time, we had started, uh, I had, you know, very briefly started learning the commentaries on Valmiki Ramayaram. And then uh, it just kicked me, oh my God. These are the same things that I never realized, but we, you know, it's kind of you have internalized all these truths within you uh, through this very simple text that uh, Goswami Tulasi does. She has written, you know, so beautifully in uh, uh, Hanuman Chalisa. And then I just started um, as you know, it's it's just this kind of a SS loop. You know, for example, in a in a in a computer code, you you give whatever conditions you give, it will give you endless results, something like that. So the more you dive deep the more and more interesting information comes out. And uh, to me, the, how Hanuman Chalisa starts, you know, at the very Doha itself, it says, Shri Guru Charana Saroja Raja Nijamana Mukuru Sudhar Varanao Raghuvara Vimala Jasu Joda Yakithalachar So Goswami Tulati Dalji, you know, at that time in India, in uh, Bharata, when um, the Shruti and Smriti had become extremely difficult to access with normal people. He brought out the same truth so that people could cherish, you know, the, that those texts and the very absolute truth and the beauty in that truth that our scriptures uh, very much uh, uh, kind of integrate within them in very simple and serene and local language, very colloquial language. That is the beauty of Hanuman Chalisa. Yet he had there you will not find a single compromise that has been done on the philosophical part of it, on the darshana part of it. And how Hanuman Chalisa starts, you know, there are many um, theories or stories how this Hanuman Chalisa entirely um, uh, began, how, how its composition was given. But um, that is not the focus of today's um, presentation. Rather, we'd like to dive deep into the very words. What do they say? And the very first word is Shri. Now, uh, normally, this word Shri, it's a very, very interesting word. For example, in Mahabharata, when we read, I, I mean, Mahabharata is a very huge text. Even if some, anybody who is familiar with Vishnu Sahasranamam or Srimad Bhagavad Gita, every time Bhagavan speaks, before Bhagavan, the word Shri is written. Shri Bhagavan Ovacha. 
you will not find Sri Yudhishthira Uvacha, not Sri Bhishma Uvacha, but Sri Bhagavan Uvacha. Even when Lord Shiva is speaking, it is not said Sri Ishwara Uvacha. It is only Ishwara Uvacha. But for Bhagavan, it's given Sri Bhagavan Uvacha. Very interesting. Why do you use Sri only for Bhagavan? And here we say before Guru, the word Sri is given. The word Sri, when we look at the word to understand what this word Sri means, let's first look at the word Bhagavan. What is the word meaning of Bhagavan? Bhagavan, Bhaga Asya Asti Bhagavan. One who has Bhaga is called Bhagavan. So how similarly, just like one who has Bhakti is called Bhaktiman, one who with Bala, with um, Valor is called Balavan. Similarly, one with Bhaga is called Bhagavan. Now, the next question naturally is, what is the meaning of Bhaga? Bhaga ka mat arth kya hota hai? Bhaga, the meaning has been given in many, 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 many scriptures. But one of my favorite ones is from Vishnu Puranam. It says, Aishwaryasya samagrasya viryasya yashashashtriyaha jnana vairagyoshchaiva shannam bhaga itirana. Shannam bhaga. So what is the bhaga hum kisko bolte hai? What is bhaga? Aishwaryasya samagrasya. One who has all the riches, all the opulence in this entire cosmos that can exist. One who has all the valor, all, all the, the limit of valor that can exist. Imagine a king, you know, who has a very, very large dynasty. He has a very, very, he has the biggest kingdom. Ali Raja, you can think of him as an example. He had uh, um, conquered all three worlds, you know, but all that he could conquer was only the material uh, properties of this cosmos, you know. But Bhagavan, he not only has those material properties, first of all, he is the Sarvabhauma Raja of this entire cosmos, of this Chaturdasha Bhuvanatmak uh, Srishti that we see. Why? Because he has the, he's the one who is the material cause of it. He has created it. Not only that, Viryasa, he has that valor to diminish it in a freak of a second. You, he doesn't even have to think about it. That kind of a valor he has. And that valor was reflected when he gave Darshan to Bali Raja, you know, in the form of a little Brahman. And the minute uh, the moment, you know, he gave his uh, third foot, he gave, uh, he showed us uh, his Trivikrama Avatara. Aishwaryasa, done. Viryasya, Yashaha. You know, how popular can one be? Today, we are living in an age of getting viral. How popular can one get? How many likes can we get? But can you pinpoint any one culture in this world where the concept of God, the concept of Bhagavan, the concept of spirituality is not there? where the concept of being an eternal bliss is not there. Can you get more popular than this? Can one get more yash than what Bhagavan has? Absolutely no. And this is the reason why everybody is attracted towards Bhagavan. That is why he has all the Shri in himself. All that attraction, all that is nice, all that is blissful, all that is good, all that is happy resides within Bhagavan. That is why he has this quality of Shri Man. That is Shri and why is where is this Shri coming from? Not only that, jnana, all that knowledge that is there to be known. Once you know Bhagavan, all that knowledge has been known to you. You don't need to know anything else. Jnana. Despite having all these five qualities that one can think of, Bhagavan is completely detached from it. Vairagya. Vairagya is one quality that is very, very difficult to attain for any human being, for any of jivas, not even human beings. 
Kavitar. Getting Vairagya is extremely difficult. But all these six qualities are completely present and not only completely in Sarva Bhavama Swarupa, it's present in Bhagavan. That's why he's called Bhagavan. We can never have all these Bhaga. We can have a tiny little bit of here and there, a speck of this and speck of that. That is why we are called Bhagyavan. Being born in a human body is a grace of Bhagavan. That is why we are called Bhagyavan. And let's think of it. What are the things that will, that will get you to Bhagavan? In the Doha, it says, by thinking upon Bhagavan, the very first line is, Shri Guru Charana Sarojaraja Nijamana Mukuru Sudhar Varanau Raghuvara Vimala Jasu here, I start to do varanao, I start to elaborate, I start to sing, I start to glorify the very uh, name of Raghuvara, the, of Bhagavan Sri Rama. Bhagavan Sri Rama, Vimala Yasa, his um, glory, which is unmatchable, which is unstainable, you know, that kind of a Yasa. But how to do that? By cleansing my mind, not my mind, the mirror of my mind. Shri Guru Charana Sarojaraja Nija Mana Mukuru Sudhar. Mukuru Shabda ka arth hota hai darpan. Mukuru means mirror. So now, for example, very interesting. Why would Tulasidas uh, use uh, the word mirror for his, uh, for, to refer to his mind, to refer to his manas? My Pucha Gurudev gives a very nice example. If I have to see your face, my eyes are enough. You know, or see anybody else's face or see anybody a job. Whatever goes on in your mind will be reflected on your face. You know, that is why if I have to see your face, rather I have to peek into your mind, looking into your face, looking into your eyes are enough. But to know what is going on to my mind, my eyes are not going to be enough. With my eyes, I'm going to need a pair of darpan, you know, a pair of uh, something that will reflect that image, you know. So now... I am going now when I use hold the darpan, when I am holding a mirror, I see my face. But he's saying, in order to see, but uh, when you hold, when you clear the mirror of your mind, you're going to see Bhagavan's face. How is that possible? Because Bhagavan lives, resides right inside your heart. So when you clean that mind, you're going to see Bhagavan's beautiful, divya face that is residing in it. But what is the ingredient that you need for it? Shri Guru Charana Saroj Raj. You know, just by taking the very dust of my of my guru's lotus-like feet, I clean my mind. What does it mean? You have to make yourself humble. You have to come and sit next to a guru and ask him. Ask him very, very politely. Ask him for his permission and ask him for his guidance. Once that happens, you know, guru's grace, by very guru's grace, you're going to see Bhagwan's image in your heart. But Still, why would you need to use the word Shri Guru in order to see Bhagavan Ram's image? You know, you could have just, he could have just said, Guru Charana Sarojaraja, he doesn't say that. In our Shastras, every Anuswara, every Visarga has its purpose. Not only just Aksharas and Varnas. Every Anuswara, every Visarga has not lost its body. You know, it is there for a very reason. Let's look at Hanuman Chalisa and where uh, Tulsidasji comes from. You know, his lineage itself, some people call it from the Ramanandi lineage, where Parabrahma, Paramaishwar, Ishwar has come as an avatar on, on the earth as Lord Sri Rama. He gave his Nama Mantra Diksha to Bhagavati Sita. Bhagavati Sita gave his Nama Mantra Diksha to Hanuman. Since then, it has become an uninterrupted journey of Guru Parampara. So, this very 
idea of giving Bhagavan Ram's Diksha starts from Bhagavati Shrita, which who is the teacher of Bhagavan Ram Shri. So putting Shri before Guru is absolutely the right and apt spot to start this uh, beautiful uh, for text of forty verses. That's why it's very beautiful. It's in Shri Guru Sarana Sarojala. So by using the word Shri, Tulsi Das Ji has justified exactly what is it that we are going to see. Exactly from where we are going to seek it, and we have to remember from where does this lineage come from? It is coming from Sri Manaran himself, who came down upon this earth as his Purna Vada, his first Purna Vataram as Bhagavan Sri Ram, and since then it has been this uninterrupted journey of finding that truth, finding that possibility, finding your potential, finding that true bliss that has been with us. Now, in order to find Bhagavan Ram's image. He goes on to who is uh, next verse? Shri Guru Charana Sarojada the Nijamana Mukuru Sudhar Varanau Raghuvar Bhimala Jasu Jo Dayuku Falachar. So all the Falachar Falak. What is it? The Char Purusharta is Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha. Every one life for every for every human being, these four are the compulsory that one has to attain in order to understand who who Bhagavan is. Now to do that, Buddhi Hine Panu Jani Ke Sumirao Pavan Kumar. In order to know this, I need that intellect for which I meditate upon you, Bhagavan, you the favorite bhakta of Lord Shri Ram, one who is an idol for every bhakta. You know, one we look up to, and by singing your glory, I am going to understand what the glory of Bhagavan Shri Ram is, and in that word, I can even understand what is that image that we are seeking. And after that, Hanuman Chalisa starts. जय हनुमान ज्ञान गुण सागर जय कपीसती हूँ लोक उजागर राम दूत अतुलित बालधामा and in the first few verses what we see an identity who is it that we are thinking of भगवान श्री हनुमान identity his परिचय is being established who he is how does he look what are his qualities all these qualities are we are going to see uh, for example some of the vidyavan guni atichatur he is the one who is vidyavan he is guni atichatur and for example mahavir vikram bajrangi kumati nivara sumati kesangi now all these qualities that we see in hanuman and character uh, shri hanuman's character all these qualities are very very human qualities you know to become valorous to become very very intelligent to become you know to let go of something that is ill you know to let um, and you know always be something that will take your mind towards what is not ill so and uh, why it's very easy because these are the qualities that bhagwan showed when he descended upon earth as uh, his rama avataram in valmiki ramayanam how it starts the very first question it starts with a dialogue between valmiki ji and naraj Where Valmiki ji is asking Narad ji, "Koon vasmin samprotam loke gunavan kascha viryavan dharma gnyascha krita gnyascha." All these qualities, you know. So I mean, he's going to list sixteen qualities, and he's asking, "Can you tell me in this in this samprotam lokam in this right now at this contemporary time, uh, loke loke as in like all in all the fourteen lokas that we have? Can we name one person?" Who has all these sixteen qualities? Who is Gunavan? Who is Viryavan? Who is Dharmagnya? Who is Pritagnya? Who is Sarvahute? Who is Sarvabhute? Shukohita? And then, after hearing all these, uh, all his his question, Narad Ji starts 
telling him the answer you know who that is and that is how uh, um, the valmiki ramayana begins you will see in hanuman chalisa all those 16 qualities that is described for lord rama has been cited here in hanuman chalisa balavan gunaman chatur you know all these qualities which means as we think upon bhagwan we start to you know get closer and closer and closer to his image not only image how he sees you know because bhagwan rama is also in this 16 qualities one of the qualities priya darshana one who is good to look to for example somebody is extremely beautiful very very beautiful to look at you know but he always has a frowning face you know whenever somebody looks at it people either will get intimidated or somebody who looks very very uninviting that is not priya darshana priya darshana bhagwan shri ram the moment you think of his face you will think of serenity you will think of calm and all these 16 qualities together you know it's a reflection of his on his face in more so his eyes you know his kamalaksha his eyes you know he has this durva durva shamam durva uh, he has this very dark green marakata like uh, green color but his eyes are red his kripa kataksha you know, it's filled with mercy you know all his qualities that you know, when he thinks of his bhakta will be reflected in his eyes all these qualities will be reflected upon bhagwan upon his favorite bhakta who is um hanuman or ho bhi kyun na i mean it is only but obvious because lord bhagwan lord hanuman's birth very birth has been given by the devadas in order to serve shri uh, 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 shri ramchandra bhagwan that is the very idea why not only hanuman ji but all the vanaras that you see you know in kishkinda starting from uh, um arhane kandam all you know the very reason why the vanaras were born it is because before lord rama was born devatas went to shriman narayan and they asked him um, this ravana fellow you know he is doing in menace on earth he has no he has absolutely no concern for where what great lineage he comes from you know he is from this great brahmana family swayam kuvera where he has been you know gracious upon their his family lineage he doesn't care about dharma he has he is a siddha brahmana as well you know he has all these siddhis you know he is a very uh, ardent devotee of uh, uh, shri uh, of uh, bhagavad uh, shiva shambho he doesn't care about scriptures he is only going after women oh shriman narayan it is time that you go upon earth before this treta yuga gets over and uh, gets into dwapar yuga this time you have to get uh, taken avatar and we will be born as uh we will be born as uh, alternative kshatriyas you know as vanaras in on earth and we will assist you because you know so so is the lila parikar has been planned out you know how the entire ramayanam will end and how ravana will be um, will be taken care of by bhagwan shri ram and at that time uh in that kshetram the pampa kshetram that we call it this uh, well there are debate exactly where it is but it's in karnataka maharashtra we will not get into it but there um uh, hanuman ji's um, mother kesari you know she was uh, uh, she was basically uh, there and doing her chores collecting the flowers for her puja and uh, how most women are at that time she uh, was she felt as if somebody is touching her somebody is touching her in a very very uh, seductive way but he couldn't she couldn't see anybody and later he realized it was vayu devata himself who had touched her 
But then she got extremely angry that I am an Ekapatibrata woman. How dare, how can you do this to me? You aren't you a Devata? And at that time, Vayu Devata says, don't worry. I have come to you after contemplating upon Bhagavan Shri Shiva. And there is a purpose why I must touch you. But do not worry. By me touching you, your Satitva will not get hampered. Just the way when we take bath every day, Jaladevata is touching us, right? But that doesn't mean that, you know, we are being, you don't, it, it doesn't make any sense, you know, because Vayudevata is touching at every point. So it, it doesn't make any sense. But we sometimes forget that. In the same time, when same thing happens when Bhagavan Krishna comes in, the gopinis, they're always think, thinking, uh, I mean, as we, you know, Odyssey dance, I, I'm, a, I'm a dancer as well. So we have all a lot of these lyrics, you know, or something but the same thing we have to think about why is somebody following why is somebody being sati to attain Bhagavan, right? But at that at the right there, Bhagavan is there in front of you. And if you cannot forget his, you know, that that physical identity of him, there is no point in following all these vratas, right? That is why Bhagavan goes and he's gonna steal all your clothes, he's gonna uh, steal your butter to make you realize that all that you do is to attain me. And here I am serving you, serving your feet, and you get dare to look away from me. That is the reason, you know. Why do they go to Rasalila? Even though they have to think about their Kula Maryada, they have to think about all the societal bondings. And even then in the Vraja, everybody knows, you know, there is Bhagavan Sri Krishna. Nobody is going to doubt the gopis that they, are, they have been gone and they have been ruined. They have been illed by somebody. Yet, it is a Chakshulaja that the gopinis have. They must think of it. But they know that this is not something that is going to affect them. Similarly, when Vayu Devada touched Anjana Devi, it was not, to, this cannot spoil her. This cannot, uh, you know, do any ill to her. So here, it's very interesting how, what is the, uh, um, uh, uh, the identity of Bhagavan, uh, Sri Hanuman. Sankara Suvana Kesari Nandana. He is the, Kesari is the biological father of, uh, um, uh, of Hanuman. Anjana is the mother, but his age, his urja, his power, comes from Vayu himself. Who is Vayu? Vayu who had been contemplated upon Lord Shiva. More so, there is another very, very strong and very, very pertinent philosophical point that we must think of. Nirgul Nirakar Parabrahma Parameshwar, when he is manifesting himself as this material cosmos, there are five uh, activities, there are five actions that he must do. Paanch kritya hai, jo unko karna bata hai. Srishti, Sthiti, Samhar, Anugraha, and Nigraha. Srishti, he has to create this cosmos as Hiranyagarbha or Brahma. Sthiti, he has to maintain it and he has to kind of nurture it as Vishnu or Narayana. He has to uh, end the cycle as uh, Shiva. Not only that, but these two, uh, these three actions are not enough. More so, he has to be one who regulates, you know, who maintains law and order as Shakti, as Bhagavati, as Parachiti. And he's the one who is going to manifest himself as grace, as Anugraha, as Ganapati. 
these are the five kritias and pancha devatas are assigned to it vayu is actually um and and if you think about the five kritias all these five kritias will be reflected in the five elements the pancha bhautika samsara that we see we have akasha vayu vayu agnihi agnihi um apaha apa prithivi these are the five so we have this uh, akash i don't know what is the best translation some call it space some call it ether but akash is akash tatva from akash comes vayu vayu from vayu comes agni from agni comes your uh, apaha or water from water comes your prithivi all these five elements are reflection of one on devada vayu is the the essence of bhagavati parachiti who is the shakti of bhagwan uh, sambha sadashiva and that sambha sadashiva shakti is impregnating uh, anjana so that is the kind of a very complex um, identity hanuman has you know shiv bhav bhavit jo vayu hai wo wo aur akesari ke virya se anjana ke garbh mein hanuman ki utpatti hui and why because he could serve bhagwan shri ram after being born as hanuman you know he was a fantastic fabulous student you know why because he was taught by bhagwan surya himself now once again very interestingly vayu is the reason vayu jo hai wo karya karan hai karya kya hai agni bhagwan surya is the reflection of agni tatva tej tatva whose karan is vayu you know vayu has two qualities that is of uh, sound and that is of touch sparsha and shabda from comes savishesh um, um, uh, अग्नि तत्व विच हैव थ्री क्वालिटीज फ्रॉम टू क्वालिटीज वी आर गेटिंग थ्री क्वालिटीज जो अग्नि है वो वायु में चला जाता है यू नो एट व्हेन वी आर गोइंग टू गेट प्रलय यू नो पृथ्वी विल गेट बैक इनटू आपह और जल तत्व जल तत्व विल गेट बैक इनटू योर अग्नि तत्व अग्नि तत्व विल गेट बैक इनटू वायु तत्व एंड फाइनली इनटू योर स्पेस आकाश एंड इट विल गेट इनटू परब्रह्म परमात्मा जब हनुमान जी जाते हैं वो सूर्य को एक लाल फल समझ के खाने लगते हैं सी दैट रिफ्लेक्शन दैट your agni tatva will get integrated into vayu tatva which is bhagwan ji has been reflected but dekho bhakti ki parakashtha kya hai guru guru bhakti ki parakashtha kya hai yahan pe jo vayu tatva hai jo karan hai surya dev ke wo unko guru maan ke unke samne baithe ved shastra ityadi par ke apne aap ko vidyavan banaye aur vidyavan kaisa vidyavan what kind of intellect that he has what is the meaning of vidyavan guniyati chatur has been sent in hanuman chalisa what is vidya vidya is where there is no avidya basically what is avidya vidya means our karana sharira our three sharira the first sharira that we have is the sthula sharira this gross material body that we have which is supported by your sukshma sharira you know which is your mana buddhi chitta ahankar your panchaka gnanendriya karmendriya and your pranendriya when the base of which is avidya vidya is what the basically the accumulation of all the your past karmas and the reason that why you have not get in kaivalya moksha you know that is why you have been born on this earth that avidya one who has conquered over it by vidya you know vidyavan who has been you know who has cleared off his avidya and he knows who he is he knows his true identity and how do you get that shastra by using shastra where has he learned shastras from from bhagwan shri surya there is no there is no doubt that he is a complete master of shastras not only that in bhagwan shri ram's quality you know one first second quality third quality is dharma gnya one who knows shastra smarta all the shastras he knows by heart is bhagwan shri ram because he is the manifestation of all these knowledge of course he will know them by heart 
and his bhakta hanuman he has learned from no other than bhagwan's stage you know every day we wake up bhagwan surya is basically is a praman hai hamare samne ek prakat praman hai jo parameshwar ke tej ke swarup hamare samne roz aate hain you know all the prani ke vidme prani mein pran sanchar kaun karta hai bhagwan shri surya ke tarah hota hai so that is the reason and he has learned vedas from him and ha how do we know he was absolutely you know an expert in vedas and vedanga the first time when hanuman meets lord shri ram uh, you know sugriva will order him okay um, see i think those men i see they are extremely well built he's uh, looking at the bhagwan ram and lakshman ji and he says they look extremely well built i feel that it is bali you know who has uh, sent them could you please hanuman go and see what they are up to and if they are nice men please bring them to me and tell them that uh, you know that you are my sachiv you are my secretary you are my minister and bhagwan uh, and uh, hanuman ji says sugriv ji i think um, you are you are so obsessed with bali you have kind of a lost your uh, not lost but it's a very strong word to use for your king uh, uh, but basically what he meant that you know i think you are being a bit too ugri bahut ugri matlab udgriv ho rahe you know there is no you should once you see somebody when you look at their attire when you look at how they behave how they are you know walking around you should know what kind of people they are i don't think uh, those people are there from bali and more so we are here in this protected ter- uh, territory where bali cannot enter yet sugriva would not you know he would not accept this answer he sends uh, hanuman Hanuman ji goes there as a in a very Brahmana vesha, as a Bhikshu vesha, as a as a as basically a Brahmana, and then he asks, uh, "Oh, Bhagwan Ram and uh, Lakshman ji, who they were?" And uh, but Bhagwan Ram and Bhagwan Lakshmana wouldn't answer him at the very first instant. So he keeps on saying this and that and that. And finally, this is commented by our Acharyas, by our preceptors. um bhagwan uh, hanuman ji says uh, to um uh, bhagwan ram that uh, i see you are very well built you know uh, when bhagwan ram was born he is called ajanu bahu his hands are as lo- as long as until his knees you know ajanu bahu you have very very well built hands you have very very muscular soul- shoulders um but they are very they are they, they are not visual you know these shoulders that are that show that you come from a very highly respectable uh, kshatriya family uh, but why are they they not unke abharan kyun nahi hai wahan pe jo gahana hone gahne hone chahiye usse wo susajjit nahi hai simhaskandhav mahotsaho samada divago vrishao ayatascha subrittascha bahavas parighopama Bahava is the word that he chooses to describe his hands. In Sanskrit grammar, numbers are not two; there are three numbers. You have the singular number for which it is bahu, one arm. Dual or uh, the second number is dual number, two bahus, bahu with a dirga u. More than two bahus, bahava. This is the word he is using for Bhagwan Sri Ram's arm. Bhagwan Ram is Vibhuja. He was born with two hands, unlike Bhagwan Sri Krishna. Bhagwan Krishna, when he was born, he was called Chaturbhuja. What is this wonder of a child has been born? Oh my God! With four hands and he's holding all these different weapons and curly hairs, two um, set of teeth, complete pro. Oh, and Vasudeva saw and he was completely, you know, best, like what is this happening? This Kamsa, once he sees this child, he is like gonna immediately get rid of. 
but bhagwan ram one was born with two hands yet hanuman ji is calling him uh, referring to his bahu with more than two hands our receptors um, here comment that even with two hands which are very apparent hanuman ji could identify this is chaturbhuja narayana you know with his dhanudhari um, vesha uh, that is why when bhagwan ram heard hanuman he was completely mesmerized what grammar skills this man has this cannot be an ordinary brahman you know i think he is very very special person who knows all the vedas and vedangas that is why he knows how to speak like this oh lakshman very interesting he is not telling hanuman himself because hanuman has already told him hanuman namaha i am hanuman who is the secretary who is the minister of sugriva so at that time who is rama's secretary who is rama's minister lakshman he tells lakshmana to tell hanuman who they were this is like the presence of mind bhagwan has shown us and of course uh, after that uh, in the hanuman chalisa uh, we see the leela that uh, uh, hanuman ji will uh, kind of a show in you know, how to really glorify bhagwan's name sukshma roop dhari siya hi dikhava vikat roop dhari lanka charava bhim roop dhari asura sahare ram chandra ke kaaj sabare you are there and you're going to put a feather to to his hair you know all those things that has to be done for bhagwan ram he is not completing it wo unhe khatam nahi karte wo agar chahte to bhagwan shri sita ji ko ek mein lega chale 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 aa sakte the lekin unhone wo nahi kiya right sukshma roop dhari siya hi dikhava sukshma of course you know the very uh, i mean very literal meaning is uh, he has taken a very sukshma very subtle form you know in order to give darshan to siya siya ji sita sita ji and also give the sandesh that bhagwan ram had sent her and in order to do so you know there are many times when he had to take a sukshma roop you know during the when he leapt over the ocean you know there were the, these uh, uh, demons and demonesses surasa simhika lanki to escape all of which he took a very very minute form you know but um, and that's how he kind of escaped those uh, um, जो बाधाएं थी उनको वो पार करके चले आए बट एट दूटलीफोर शरीर का नहीं लिया सूक्ष्म बुद्धि से भी उन्होंने विचार किया सीता जी को कैसे संदेश देना है उससे भी पहले हाउ टू फाइंड सीता जी यू नो इट्स very interestingly of course the beautiful beautiful city very very well administered very rich and uh, he sees the pushpaka vimana and that does shows you know the kind of a power the valor um, uh, ravana had um, at the same time he sees there is a mahalakshmi pujan going on now irony is <laughs> ravan who has captured mahalakshmi herself but at the same time she is he is doing mahalakshmi pujan in uh, in lanka but Mahalakshmi Sita is still so merciful, yet she is showering, showering all the bliss, all the blessings on Ravana. And uh, you know, Lanka is full of gold, full of gold. Finally, when he goes into, you know, he peeps into Ravana's bedroom. It's a horrible, horrible sight, you know, to uh, that one can uh, kind of attest. He sees um, this. There's a man lying, and he is surrounded by naked women all over. not one many many naked women all over who was just upon him he has wine glasses which are like you know toppled over and the, the entire room smells it is it smells something of very very 
full of tamas tamas guna and in the very and then after some time he sees there is a lady who's um, you know he jo matlab thodi dur hai you know she is a bit far away who's a bit kind of a divorce from this entire monstrosity that is going on around her and for a moment he thought oh my god i have found sita devi that must be sita devi but then he thinks this cannot be sita devi my sita ma can never live under the same roof as somebody as wicked as ravana but then who this person is you know who is the kind of uh, detached from all these all these disgusting things that we see ravana executing that is mando devi can you think of a wife you know who has to go to sleep seeing her husband like this in every day that is the kind of pain and she kept telling ravana oh ravana do not do it ramachandra is going to be the cause of your death you should not do this follow the path of dharma go surrender to bhagwan ram ravan wouldn't of course listen you know the, you cannot teach stupid people stupid people never learn and mandodari's character of course at the time when ravana ravan ka jab nidhan ho gaya mandodari's character we see a beautiful um, we do see a beautiful kind of a, a, a reflection of what kind of character she held and of bhagwan ram she as well you know ravan is lying dead uska nidhan ho gaya hai wo zameen mein pada hai aur dur se mandodari aa rahi hai and bhagwan ram immediately understands that who this person is because wo vidhva ka vilap kar rahi hai you know she has been widowed no matter of course she hated her husband but yet you know the the pain of be, becoming a widow is extremely excruciating now this is the time when sandhya has come just like now mandodari is coming from far apart and bhagwan ram sees her coming as mandodari approaches bhagwan ram what bhagwan ram does is he is taking steps back and he goes under shadow you know why because even at that time he has this presence of mind i cannot even see my shadow any with any other person than shri sita because mandodari is coming and a shadow is going to stand next to bhagwan shri ram's shadow that is the kind of ek patnik vrata bhagwan shri ram has exonas he has of course shown us all the kshatriya qualities but he has shown how to love your wife like anything that what your wife would mean to you so coming back to sukshma rupadhari snehi dikhava so all these minute things has been thought by uh, by uh, hanuman ji before he even finds uh, uh, sita ji who has been captured in ashoka vatika finally you know he finds her uh but at the time he is worried if i go and uh, you know speak in chaste sanskritam this lady who is about to commit suicide you know who is uh, breaking a tinka jo hota hai na durva ka you know she is breaking off one leaf of durva and she keeps in front of uh, ravana and there are various reasons our preceptors have uh, you know kind of a reason why she would do it uh, regardless this person would immediately get scared and she would commit suicide but i have to do the work that bhagwan shri ram has done it and i have to tell her right that how to do it of course she start he starts speaking in it is said that he starts speaking in tamil you know not in chaste sanskritam but in tamil in a local language so that first of all her fear is you know kind of a, uh, gets a, a bit uh, diminished you know she kind of a, it's uh, ameliorated and then what does he say he starts uh, डूंगीर्तनमीर्तनमेंट बाई रावना 
all the lies that he they can kind of entertain but they will not sing praises of lord ram that is the kind of ego they harbor so this is the sukshma buddhi that hanuman ji has kind of a uh, uh, demonstrated you know uh, in order to be you know how to do something where how to be operation in any kind of a, any kind of a, um, uh, a scenario you know very very practical thing to learn none of us well very few people have it to be honest and it's something to be uh, it is a very very sought after quality sab par ram tapasvi raja tinke kaaj sakal tum saaja of course we have seen that how hanuman ji has demonstrated how to be a good bhakta how to do hanuman uh, bhagwan's work but who is this bhagwan he is tapasvi raja jo tap tape kleshe tap tap karta tab shabd ka arth hota hai klesh You know, तब जहां पे है संताप हो गया प्रताप हो गया you know, कुछ भी हो तब शब्द का वेरी इंटरेस्टिंगलीरतम नारदम परिप्रच्छिपुंगवम तपस्वी वाल्मीकि इज आस्किंग तपस्या निरतम नारदम तप जो है तप शब्द का अर्थ क्या है तपक क्लेशे अपने आप को यू नो वाल्मीकि जी इज वी नो व्हाट काइंड ऑफ तप ही हैज डन बल्मीक यू नो ही हैज बिकम अ बल्मीक ही हैज बिकम दिस क्या बोलते हैं ही हैज बिकम दिस टर्माइट नेस्ट यू नो एंड दैट्स एंड ही इमर्ज्ड आउट ऑफ इट एज अ वेरी योगी तप तपोमुनि ओ इन दिस दो हियर वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग तप व्हाई डू वी डू तप for example uh, in our shastras you, one has to kind of a practice this very uh, he has to do a tapas even in any following any discipline in shastra discipline it's called aapko tapasya karna padega aapko apne aap ko jalana padega har roz and you have to go through that fire and you have to be you know in that discipline otherwise you're not going to get it what is the ultimate thing one may get it is brahma vidya to know who you are that is why you know we are said you know in the in the morning you have to do all these kriyas all these anushthana that you have to do sandhya vandan that you have to do this is tapasya why jo gayatri mantra hai you know that is the very reflection of parameshwara's uh, um, page you know we have to realize it. that is brahma vidya that we are seeking there is a reason why valmiki uh, ramayana is 24000 verses because gayatri mantra has 24 matras vahashi valmiki has taken each matra each letter and he has expanded thousand verses on it and see shown what those 24 matras really entail what happens when that page comes down on earth and what kind of a glory it spreads that is why it is 24 matra that is spread into 24000 shlokas in ram in valmiki ramayana and that is what we cherish you know understanding ramayana in the understanding brahma vidya that raja who is brahma vidya himself hanuman what does he want to do he doesn't want anything from that on or from him all he wants to do is sing his nama sankirtanam at the time when he went back to ayodhya with uh, sitama and um, and uh, lakshman ji he is asking everybody what do you want what do you want people are asking this people are asking that and then he asked hanuman ji what do you want tumhe kuch nahi chahiye he said yatra yatra raghunath kirtanam tatra tatra kritamastakanjalim वाष्पवारी परिपूर्ण लोचनम मारुतिम नमस्ते 
I would like to be there and I would like to listen to your glorious nama. That is all I want. That is why he is Shirinjiri. Every time we sing Rama's name, Hanumanji is going to be there with us. Every time we are in any kind of a doubt, any kind of a cake, uh, any kind of a klesha, he is going to be there. He is a he is a perfect bhakta. He is the bhakta who has the he. It is his preferred nama of Bhagawan's avatar that is prescribed by his karans paruva Ishvara. Samba Sadashiva. At the end of Vishnu Sahasranamam, when uh, Parvati asks uh, Parvati Vacha, "Keno Payena Laguna, what is that small? Can you short, uh, you know, uh, direct a shorter route to me? Because you know, everybody cannot learn and memorize these thousand glorious names of Bhagwan Sri Vishnu." Then Ishvara says, "Shri Ram, 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 Iti, Rame, Rame, Manorame." Sahasranama Tatkulyam. Just by singing Rama's name, Shri Ram, Jai Ram, Jai Jai Ram, you get the pull of chanting Vishnu Sahasranama. Because that is a kind of, that is the favorite Nama of Bhagavan's favorite Bhakta. That is what Bhagavan, uh, Hanumanji tells us. You know, that is what we have to learn from him. And by understanding uh, the meaning that the weightage Rama Nam carries, you know, it has all the three elements Surya Tattva, Chandrama Tattva, and Agni Tattva. Ra, A, Ma. These Aksharas, they, they kind of carry forward these three Tattvas. And by understanding the Teja, the Surya, Prachandam, the Chandam, the Surya ka Teja, the Kshatriya ka, the Kshatriya ka. Uh, you know, that is a kind of characteristic uh, Rama has. At the same time, he is Shitamshu Chandramshu. You know, he is a Chandrakitara Shital Manohar Unka Mandi. That is a kind of PG harvest. And he is, of course, you know, that entire thing is uh, carried forward by Agni, that Agni Tattva, you know, that he kind of resembles. And Bhagavan uh, Ram's very reflection is given in Hanuman. That is why Hanuman chanting Hanuman Chalisa every day will take. Well, you know, it, it it's an experiential thing. After chanting Hanuman Chalisa, is a jo satbara paatha kare koi. Sat, if you think of sat as a hundred shat ko sat kar diya, so you chant hundred times. If you want to say no, it's an upper branch of sapta seven. So you chant seven times. You say no, I cannot do it. Uh, seven, uh, three times, then chant three times. If you don't have time, sing, uh, chant any one of your favorite verses. Whenever you feel scared, people do it. People do it, and it's an ex experiential elevation. You know, that is the kind of weightage it has. Nam, but in our tradition, Nama itself carries a lot of um, weightage. It is very, very important. Nama Roop of Bhagavan. For example, if somebody is sleeping and you call them by their name and they wake up, there are two possibilities. Either that they first heard your heard you call their name and then they woke up but if that is the case you cannot prove jo wo soya tha wohi siddha nahi hoga agar soya tha to suna kaise right or the second possibility is that um, the other thing you know that uh, he woke up and then he heard your name but if he woke up and after that he heard your name that means your name did not your name calling did not wake him up here our acharya says this is the very divine qualities of his name that it carries that the name itself is waking up pe, you know somebody who is a very very heavy sleeper pe building bhi jai, he will not wake up but you call them by their name they will definitely wake up that is the kind of philosophy a name carries forward and that is why we should always think of the divya namas of Bhagavan. what is the most accessible and the beautiful one is rama rama itself means something that is 
you know that is that attracts you that is something beautiful you know that is it comes from the root word rama ram ram from from the word ram comes rama rama ha anyways i think uh, for today i would like to this is where i would like to take rest i think it's been more than the time i was allotted and you have been extremely gracious of course i, I do have to make one submission that i am in no way an authority on this text you know everything that i have said uh, you listeners they must uh, take it with a grain of salt uh it is just that the sheer love i i have for this very text and the kind of a reverence and respect i have for our preceptors and the tradition i am just sharing whatever i have learned through osmosis uh if and if there is anything that one doesn't agree with it is completely fine uh and i do ask everybody to go to a able acharya and learn what this hanuman chalisa really is and it's all true glory only then you know can we really kind of carry forward this legacy that we have have of chanting bhagwan's naam uh, bhagwan's rama's naam so with that i think i would like to uh, uh, give it give the mic back to you and uh, thank you again for today's session and i really really rely upon your magnanimity and your um, uh, generosity you know to kind of accept whatever that i have shared with you thank you jai shri ram Jai Shri Ram it was amazing listening to you your passion came through each and every word that you spoke and uh, i think this was incredible we would love to have you back you know if you would ever like to share more because this is how we learn this is how we grow and you touched upon some very very interesting facts one of them is like the name you know the naam the vibrations that it carries you know so i'm going to share this personal story which is that my name is tapushri and once i was like to talking to somebody and i said my name is the pushri but you may call me taps and this person turned around and said you have just cut your name you do know that the name carries a vibration right um so by cutting it out like that do you think it carries the same vibration and that got me thinking that i tell people you know i'm like oh you but you may call me taps but you may call me but the fact is my name the pushri carries a weight carries a vibration carries that energy that puts me in touch with the higher consciousness you know and i was this body was named for a reason i mean i didn't name it it was something that was given to me i need to honor that and if i don't honor that how am i even supposed to understand you know what kind of vibrations i'm supposed to carry what is my work on this planet um so you touching upon that aspect of naam and ram and even the way we speak the way we pronounce that has an impact we are touching these meridians within our body you know this this body is like a vehicle we need to use it properly and half of us don't even know we don't know uh and we spent like years and years you know even hanuman chalisa you go to any temple it's very popular people recite people chant it's amazing but the fact is that it's the power that it carries how many of us are able to feel it how many of us are even able to feel 0.1% of it you know and that is where we need to be we need to be we are a, we are one you know we are all connected this is like a bigger scheme of things and we need to really work on to getting and feeling that oneness and that love which is completely unconditional which is what we are all made of so i think this was a very powerful session and um, thank you for coming along and sharing it with us because you know you explained it beautifully you have a beautiful voice um so it was amazing listening to you and i think you really touched upon these details in in such a you know way that it was easy for anybody who doesn't 
because you see shastras can also put people off you know and the language can be a barrier at times but if we understand that you have to make use of what you have which is a body which is a tongue which is the mouth understand the dynamics understand how the pronunciation works understand the energy that you're transmitting through your words because that is where the vibration is and what do you speak you know and be mindful try and understand try and associate try and um accept and the biggest learning for me in this session i'm pretty sure priya has got hers to share after this but mine was this amazing surrender it came through you as a as an individual that you are from you know how you through your guru the connection and how you decided to just jump on this path without questioning it just having that faith and that whole sense of surrender and trust i think individuals like you are super inspiring and um, i wish you all the best and i would love to have you back and if there is anything that you want to share you know the space is all yours and we would love to reconnect with you so that is that was like something fascinating so thank you so much i'll hand over to you priya what are your thoughts um yeah it was like i'll have to agree everything that with everything that the poetry put through it was a very powerful session beautiful session and uh, the the aspects that you touched upon uh, with bhakti and how how one should surrender uh, the very first and the very basic requirement to go anywhere with your own self is to surrender is to understand and 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 the uh, especially with our generation because um, i think uh, what we don't understand is um, you know the very basic practices that we see growing up at homes the power that it sustains within itself and how do we connect to it how do we reflect upon those like it's um, i think it was great and i i agree with the poetry again that you should come back with uh, more on this and with anything that you would want to share and put across and uh, and it's it's so wonderful to see you uh, getting tuned into shastras and basically uh, narrating it in such a um, fluid you know relatable way manner. very it relatable is, yeah yeah very relatable and mm. very easy to connect with it's something that you know like hanuman chalisa i remember um, reading the verses at one point uh, and i was actually i actually told this to her that uh, when we were talking this morning that uh, you know hanuman chalisa has a very great power in itself and because i used to practice it but i didn't really look at it the way you explained it today so uh, i had my own um, so so i i i trusted it and i used to just narrate it read it and that practice itself had put me in a, you know in a in a great confidence spot like it's as if um, that this just by doing it is going to uh, you know put me on a gaining point but uh, but i think now when i will read the verses i will i will have a lot more to think about and especially the uchcharana i think uh, i think you put a very very important uh, component there so yeah that's that's what i felt and i mean the it, power the power it was powerful yeah. i mean the, the way yeah, you explain the words and you know the uh, i think 
next time when i say to somebody just call me tabs i will think twice i mean i do think twice now i'm like am i really cutting short on the vibrations and and you know it affects when you get in tune and you're fine tuning like we all are when you get on the path and you would understand it better than anybody it is tough it is a journey where you have to unlearn so much yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that that it then becomes like oh my god why would I why was I doing it all this while and and it's it's just it's just amazing so your last thoughts we have literally spoken and yeah. you know we love you so your last thoughts on being here with us today okay yeah I'm completely overwhelmed first of all I'm extremely overwhelmed just yesterday I was telling Priyadi you know I'm a bit nervous I'm doing my notes for tomorrow and uh, every time you know I speak on it I I to be honest I you know I think of like a projection of a trajectory how things how, I mean I plan things how they would go and how I would like to narrate it but it doesn't go that no. way no it is no is, never uh, does it go no no it is, i mean even before coming you know there are different verses that i thought okay i think these are the things you know where i would get to you know be a bit more um, i don't know sort of demonstrative uh, and uh, you know there are certain things that i like more but mm. you know in the flow of the th- of this entire session i don't know what happened you know these other verses came on the tip of my tongue i felt like oh forget those verses i think right here i think i need to like really speak of this verse and this is and another experience that may seem erroneous to us you know in other respect but this is exactly what divine will is i i believe you know this is where uh, you let bhagwan take care of it and he will show you the right path and i'm just glad that uh, you know through sessions like these our generation i mean i i consider myself to be like not young anymore i'll be 30 next year uh so like i by young i mean like college goers and school goers you know where there is this kind of a, a disdainment from uh, scriptures and everything is looked at in a sort of very uninteresting and something i remember uh, growing up you know the um, memorizing and kind of a mugging up is seen something very very uh, it's a derogatory practice uh, especially if you're doing science oh my god he's just mugging things up when you are shastra this why this is a reason why you're first asked to memorize you know first you must memorize the scripture then can you delve into what this really means because the meaning the kind of practice and the kind of tradition we come from the meaning is not only just how the word, how the word is written but also how the word sounds in veda sound yeah the sound yeah, and, and your your own practice takes you into this understanding and the meaning ex- so the meaning exactly. is very different for every individual exactly. the more you memorize the way you speak you need to get that that you know your the when you pronounce something you need to get that right and once you get that right you're pronou- you're, you're getting the energy transfer correct you can then understand the meaning and it oh, would, yeah yeah so it, it it's one of those it's it's a hard road i mean it, it's a hard road that you're on i mean we all it are is. on but but but, but <laughs> it's a different kind of joy you know i just feel it's it a is. whole different kind of uh, you know the whole world opens up and you just uh, you just feel amazing after different it. kind of fun i <laughs> pronounce it you pronounce it after one year you will come to realize some verses in a very different light mm-hmm. you know, probably mm-hmm. your own unfolding will present it in a very different way mm-hmm. to you and it's it's really really fun it's yeah. hard it's very hard it's super hard i, it's super I remember i think i remember correcting someone's this is the last doha it says pavana tanaya sankata harana 
Mangala Muratiru. So the Dohas have again, as I said, there are 24 matras, right? And the first part is 13 matras, and the second part is 11 matras. So 13 plus 11, it makes a total of 24. 13 matras. So how she said it was Pavana Tanaya Sankata Harana Mangala Muratiru. I mean, you cannot split it like that. You have to do 13 plus 11. You cannot do just, uh, you know, uh, uh, 10 plus. Because what you are really saying is, Pavana Tanaya Sankata Harana Mangala. You know, one who uh, takes away your Mangala. No, no. He is Mangala Murati Rupa, right? You cannot say he is Harana Mangala. Um, it makes, uh, it just kind of changes the entire meaning. So you, uh, again, sound is very, very important. There is a reason why before chanting mantras, you know, we talk about what is a Chanda, who is the yes. Rishi, all these yes. acknowledgements are given, you know, yeah. that kind of a, kind of a reinforces the, the effect of sound. Of course, the first quality of the five yes. uh, Karyas Bhagavan does, uh, space, which I mean, not space, Akasha, that was the Guna Shabda. Individuals like you come in and taking the space and letting the energy flow, I just feel amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this kind of opportunity. Thank you to both of you. Thank you. Thank you again.